spice. <laughs> Do you have the spice? Chat. Where's my spice? Char Frank, charge them extra. Charge them <laughs> hey. extra for the spice. <laughs> hey, that's a power, you all. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> what is going on? That's right. That's it. That's it. What is going on? All you sci-fi movie maniacs out there. It's your boy Fat Samurai Guy hanging out again with the master of remaster Frank Jang in the house. What is going on, brother? Yes. Oh, man. Welcome such back, an, my friend. Welcome back. Yes. Honor. Such an honor. When you ask me, do I want to do uh, do this You know, episode of uh, going you know, through the spoiler thing with Duna? I was like... I was so excited. I'm, this is just an honor, man. Yeah. Hey, well, it's always having It's me. an honor to have you, man. And we're hanging out here with the Movie Dojo Army and everybody watching. We got, and I'm hearing feedback. I don't know why I'm hearing feedback. Okay, feedback is gone. All right, cool. Michael Shelton in the house. Oh, there we go. Dune t-shirt from Frank. What's going on, Michael? We got Heather in the house. Adam Evans. We got Sylvani in the house, the collector number one. Let's go. Andre Atkins, Patty Harvey, Diego, Justin, Chance, all the legends showing up to hear us talk about uh, the newest movie. That's right, from Denis Villeneuve. Huh? Did I get it? No? We, 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 we. No, we, we, we. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> Viva la me. Yeah, ho, ho, ho. I, I think I botched it last time for our Blade Runner 2049, man. I was like, what is going on? I, I botched that. I was like, Dennis. Uh, All right. Uh, directed by the, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, stars Timothy uh, Shalomet, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa. Stellan Skarsgård, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, Dave Bautista. I mean, this, this cast is insane. It is insane. But let's go over the plot synopsis really quick. It featured adaptation of Frank Herbert's science fiction novel about the son of a noble family entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. The spice. That's right. Spicy. Spice. Mm. Yes. Spice, spice, baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is, again, another, this is going to be another fun movie discussion. Uh, don't forget, chat, this is spoiler discussion. So it's giving you guys a warning if you weren't aware. But this is another, it's going to be another funny uh, movie discussion video because, again, I'm coming at, you know, at, I'm coming to this as a casual, right? And uh, I'm going to have my interpretation of what I watched. And then you can you know you talk about yours. So have you read the the original book? Oh yeah, of course. I read the I, I read the original book. I actually have two copies. I'm mean, at the older paperback version, and I bought this version. This came out I think a few years ago, 2000. Actually, quite a while back. But anyway, and they had another new version just came out from the same publisher with the movie you know movie uh, poster uh, cover, which I'm probably going to oh, get okay. to. I just love it so much. So but anyway. This was the version I had. This is probably the best paperback version until this new movie tie-in version came out, which has right the movie poster on the cover. Yeah, it's the yeah, same yeah, size. Yeah, you yeah, notice yeah. it's actually a larger size than a typical paperback. Okay. But this actually makes for a very good reading. But anyway, I read the book. Okay. I actually read the book. I after thought the book I saw, would be. I thought the book would be bigger. David Lynch. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's <laughs> 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 well, there's six books total. This is just the first book. 
this is oh my god okay never mind okay (laughs) 895 pages so but oh my god out of six right so anyway okay okay and the movie supposedly only cover the movie supposedly if they're gonna make three movie eventually it's just gonna cover the first two books this one and children of doom which is a second book but anyway we'll we'll talk a little bit about that later so and then of course i I actually read i actually read the book uh after i seen david lynch version right I missed this in the field at the time because uh, you're probably too young to remember this. But Cisco and Ebert, <laughs> Cisco and Ebert, you know Roger Ebert and Gene Cisco. They loved the movie, right? They loved oh, it. Oh God! They, well, they called this the Turkey I'm of the Year. Kidding. The Turk, that's I know. This was the Turkey <laughs> of the Year, 1984. <laughs> they said this was the worst movie, and right, and, right. And and when they review it, it was you know they they trash it so much that I actually got scared, and and, and then I'm not going to not seeing this. In the theater, which is ironic because my sister, my younger sister, she was dating some dude, and and on their first date, they went to see this movie. <laughs> right, and, right, and right. she hated it, but it was like ironic that she saw it and I, I never saw it. But anyway, so yeah, so I and that's all the mini series, of course, you know, the the Sci Fi Channel mini series, which was actually quite good because they they did two. Remember that they the Doom that covered the entire first book, and then they also did the Children of Doom, which covered the second right. book. So that was a bit more, um, you know, um, comprehensive. Okay, so the series was good too then. Serial is good, yeah. I mean, obviously, solid. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the spectrum on that. Do you, know, do you agree with this assessment? Do you agree with this assessment? There's fans of Dune that have seen this movie, and of course, there are a lot of them love it, just like uh, you know, like you love this movie. But have I, said that uh, yet? I don't know. I'm assuming you love it. I don't know. We might be. We might be. This might be a trap. Chat. He may have hated it. He's got his whole. We got all the Dune books to the side. We just don't see it. It's going to be a bonfire later. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but they said that um, they they so there's still fans of the the '80s one because it's like yeah, it's messy, but it's fun. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yes. still fun. They still yes. really like it because it's it's fun. It's '80s. Mm-hmm. It's over the top, you know. So I guess there's still entertainment to be had for the original. Oh yeah. And no, I remember I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an '80s kid, and for somehow I missed the original Dune. Uh, and I remember what you said: don't watch it, but you know, watch this new Dune. This so that way, this is my first experience right. uh, into the Dune lore. Yeah. So yeah, let's no, go ahead no, and I, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I definitely agree. No, to enjoy this film to its fullest, you really should go in completely fresh. Not even have read the. I mean, I know some people like FJ. You know, FJ loved the film. And right, he, right, right. He probably disagree with me. He said, "You know, you, you, it's okay if you've seen the you know Lynch version." I, I, I kind of disagree. I think by seeing this already, you know, in the Lynch version, and then reading the book and the miniseries, it did spoil some enjoyment for me because you knew what's coming. And oh, that's, I get yeah. right. You know, it's not the film. It's not right. bad. I mean, it's not good. Okay, okay. Spoiler alert. I love this fucking storyline wise. You know yeah, what's yeah. around the corner. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. But but like I said, spoiler alert. I love this film. I think this film is magnificent. But okay. but again, because I've read the book, I've seen the Lynch version. I've seen the miniseries. There, are, right. when things come out, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I know what's going to come. What's going to happen? I know what's going to come. Right. Up. So, so right, the enjoyment right. became solely on how Villeneuve, Denise Villeneuve, is going to you know execute it in his version. Right. Right, right. right. Knew, like, was was uh, was that true that Denny was a little surprised that he got the green light to do this project because of uh, Blade uh, Runner twenty forty nine didn't do that well? I, was that tr- is that true? This is okay. My this is my interpretation of this. Okay, I think Warner Brothers got Kofi 
because of ah. the lower than, because of the lower than expected box office for Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So right. basically, told Denise, "We'll let you make do. We know okay. you're probably like the best guy out there to do this. You know, based on what you've done with Arrival and Blade Runner. Right? So right. we'll let you do this, but we'll only let you make the first one for now. If it makes money, we'll let you make the sequel." And okay. my my feeling of this was they really should have shot this back to back, just like Lord of the Rings. They should have, um, yeah. Just they should have. I, I think I think Warner really, in some way, Warner kind of mistreated and, and in a way kind of betrayed the cast and crew, you know, because you know because right <clears throat> they are relying on the box office results to decide whether we're going to make the sequel. And even and though it's, it's like, on HBO Max, right? Exactly. And, and <laughs> so it's right, like, right? It's on HBO Max, and 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 I really. I was really glad that even with the film on HBO Max, it did well at the box office, right? It made forty. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, it made forty point one million. It was it was a little bit higher than the expectation. They're expecting like thirty to thirty five because of HBO Max. Okay. But then remember, this is a long movie too, and you can't have that many shows a day because the movies. That's right. The movie is only six minutes shorter than you know, No Time to Die. It's one hundred thirty three minutes, two two hours and forty minutes almost. Right. So, but then. It did well. It made forty point one million. Uh, great. Oh, good. It did well in IMAX. I saw it in IMAX. You have to see this in IMAX. Bar none. I mean, forget other formats. Just see this in IMAX. I'm, I'm tempted to to check it out in IMAX now. Yes, you must. And I, I might go see it again yeah. in IMAX instead of like you know, I always want to try it, to watch it when there's a three D version. But this one has right. a three D version. But I said, you know what? I might see this again in IMAX. But again, going right. back to the Warner Brothers situation, you know, um, they they kind of like you know right now there's no part two. It's not in production. And we we don't know when it's going to be production. And by the time they actually they, let's say let's say tomorrow, Warner Brothers say, okay, good, you know, box office is good. We're going to make part two. I mean, right. how long, how much longer do we have to wait? You have you have to assemble all this cast. You have to go back to Morocco. You have to go back to you know uh, United Arab Emirates to to shoot you know all those desert scenes. How long is yeah. it going to take? Two years, three years? Are we, I mean, are we willing to wait another two or three years for the next film? I mean, so right. in a way, I felt that Warner really, you know. It kind of, kind of, um, yeah, kind of uh, backstabbed them. Yeah, got kind of dropped the ball a little bit there. Exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. So, see, that's another reason. I know we're going to get to the movie, guys. Don't worry about it. We're going to get to it. But uh, another reason. uh, Are we guaranteed a sequel? Do or is it is it definitely coming? Because that's going to be a problem if we never get one. Based on what happened in the past few days. Okay. I am pretty sure there will be a part two. I think okay. there's several reasons for it. One, the you know obviously the better than expected box office. You know, it didn't bomb. Right. The one thing is already is already good that it didn't bomb, right? And then to have it being <laughs> right. number one in the box office, it also got good words of mouth, and also okay. for Oscar convention, which we we'll talk about later. Um, so I think at okay, this good. Point, yeah, I think at this point, Warner Brothers will be stupid not to make part two. Really stupid, right? With right, all these right, critical right. praises going on, with, with all these, yeah, I, and I yeah, like you said, it did, it did well financially, as well. And remember, so. the film came out overseas more than a month ago, and I was like bitching about it. It's like, man, you know, we gotta wait five weeks, and I mean, they gotta see it in mid-September. We right. we waited five more weeks to see it, so you already have this foreign overseas box office, and for some reason, sci-fi films somehow tend to do better overseas than, than the U.S. for some reason. Okay. And with the exception of, like, Star Wars and stuff. But, right. But, you know, I mean, I'm talking about hardcore sci-fi. So, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, so they already had a head start on the film. So they knew, okay, it's actually doing not too bad overseas. 
So right, the fact some that positive feedback. Okay. Exactly. A positive feedback. So the fact that it's now doing well here, it's great. And again, nice. I mean, like, like you know, we Asians talk about saving face. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, yeah. They have to save face. They have to make part two. Come on, you know, they, yeah. They can't go back now. Yeah. Well, from what all you just told me right now, it's you, you kind of, you know, I don't have to do this. Fingers crossed. I'm a little bit more like positive about it now that two eventually is going to come. So that's good. I'm glad you told me what you told me though. Mm-hmm. So the movie is doing well critically and financially. That's good. So that's good because you can't, you can't just leave this movie, man. Like it's just. Right. Could you imagine Fellowship of the Ring coming out, mm-hmm. and then Frodo and Sam getting the boat. And then just go off, and it goes to credits, and that's it. Thanks for coming, folks. Oh yeah, I mean, hey. you know, I know. <laughs> that's like, it. Yeah, for those who haven't yeah. seen this film, you know, spoiler: this is part one only, because you know, when the moment you see the title Doom, yeah, that's part one, right? So, I mean, unless you've been following, there's a saga of this film, the making of saga of this film. You might be shocked to see the words "part one" appearing on the screen. Like, what? What do you mean "part one"? You know, right? And you might right, think right, you might right. even think, that, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess you know, part two will come on next year, just like the Hobbit and Lord Rings." Well, so how many? Was- how many are we just going straight to part two, and we're calling it a day, or they're going to do as many parts as they well, can? Then, okay, so so Monsieur Villeneuve uh, wanted to make two more. He wanted okay. To, he wanted to make trilogy. Right, part two has to be made. You got to finish the book, man. Right now, you stop. You know, you start right at the middle of the book, sort of like near middle two third of the book. You, you okay. But he also wanted to make Children of Doom, which in itself is also actually a pretty good book. It, right. You know, it, it okay. follows like a hundred year, a few hundred years after what happened in the first book. You know, so, so it's, a, it's a great story. You know, second book is a great story, and so he wanted to make two more. You know? Right. Yeah. Copy that. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's finally get to the movie here and let's talk a, a little bit about it. Uh, cinematography is insane. Oh, great face there! Yeah, it's, in, it's insane. Amazing. I mean, uh, you are you are literally in another world, which is mm-hmm. I'm sure what Denny was going for. Right, right. But well, first of all, before I, before I uh, go into the movie with you, <laughs> I was getting <laughs> I challenges. It'd be good. <laughs> I was getting challenges. Chat, if you're, if you're, you know everybody's listening right now. How many times will Fat Samurai Guy fall asleep during the movie? <laughs> oh, come on. oh, come on. oh wait, wait, man! Did you see it in, on HBO Max or did you go see it in a movie theater? I had no choice but to watch it on HBO Max because we oh. were out of the town. We were out of the town on the weekend, and I had only a small amount of time to watch okay. it. But besides, okay. do well, uh, you know? But uh, right. after watching it on HBO Max, I, I'd like to watch go see it again in IMAX now. Yes, you have to. Uh but uh how many times did Fat Samurai guy fall asleep? Zero. <laughs> uh I was not bored at all uh through this movie. I stayed awake. I was paying attention. And uh you know with all this lore and exposition and stuff like that, uh, you know, especially a casual watching this could there is the chance of them being lost. And you know, to you know, different strokes for different folks, right? Right. As much as me and you enjoy Blade Runner and Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and as much as we fanboyed about those movies, it's not for everyone. No, definitely you know what I mean. Not. Like it's not for everyone, and we totally understand that, right? If right. people don't right. like it, it's perfectly fine. Right. You know. Hey, wait, this, and there's this a film. yeah. Don't go ahead. Go ahead. No, there's a lot of people that I've came across that they were just like, dude, I couldn't even finish it. Uh, this movie, you know, they were like, I fell asleep. I fell asleep like three times. It took me three days to get through it. I'm so bored. I'm just, I just can't handle it. 
you know, hey, it's it's just it's not for them, and it, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly more like Arrival and you know, Blade Runner twenty forty nine in in it being a blend of like you know, mainstream and kind of artsy mm-hmm. you know, elements, right? You know, because that, but that's how yeah. that's what he is. That's what the, these you know he makes films that are right part mainstream, part artsy. But this right. one, compared with you know Arrival and Blade Runner twenty forty nine, yeah, is definitely yeah. more user friendly. Is more yeah. uh, is more uh, linear in terms of narratives, you know, arrival yeah. back and forth stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's more linear in narrative. And and um, I I like how he builds the blocks. Like he took time building up the relationships between the houses and the characters. I think you know he started early on because like he knew okay I have like this much time, I have two and a, like two hour forty minutes. Let me put some more time on establishing this family because we're gonna be spending time. With this family in 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 peril, once they right, get to, right. once they get to Arrakis, right? So yeah, so, so I, I I and I like the fact that he he felt that it's important that we establish this relationship between not just Duke Leto and and Jessica, of course, you know, um, uh, husband yeah. and wife, but also obviously Jessica and 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 Paul, because you know, that plays a major part later on yeah. in the film. So, so yeah, he, yeah, he took time with that, and which is different from what Lynch did. Now, Lynch can just Boom, boom, boom! Put everything right to you. Four houses, House of Trades, Harkonnen, and you know, like DD Prime, all that crap. You know, all these planet names, yeah. and no, blah, blah, yeah. Emperor, and no universe, blah, blah, blah. So, so if you're not following it closely, it's like you, you lost. You know, but here, right. no. Here, I did feel this kind of like a, almost like a slightly Game of Thrones feel to it. The way he built up right. the blocks, you know, he put up all these, you know, he established yeah. the characters, built up the relationship, blah, blah, blah. Now, obviously, some characters still kind of got. Uh, you know, they they got um, sidetracked or, or they were underutilized, so to speak. You know, which we'll right. go over later. But he, I thought he did a great job establishing this family, establishing the kind of situation they're going to be in, the kind of predicament they're going to be in once they get to Arrakis. So right, right, I think he right, did a right. great job setting that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't fall asleep. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing. I, I, you know, like you know, I'm just, I go to see movies regularly, right? Yeah. So yesterday, well, last time when I saw this. I have not seen audiences, some audiences, being that involved in watching a film for a long time. I was like, as I was watching the film, I, you know, my eyes kind of look at the side, and there were like several other moviegoers. They were sitting up like this, you know, like like they're glued to the screen, right? You know, like like yeah, they're sitting yeah, up. Yeah. They're not sitting back, you know. They like like this. They're like really yeah. into it, you know. Especially right. some of the more female audiences, maybe because of for, for Timothy. But but yeah, I haven't seen like audience some audiences being that involved in in watching wow. the film in a long time, and I was actually quite surprised. Interesting. That's yeah. pretty good. That's a good sign. It is a good right, sign. Right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I just wanted to make sure that's clear for everybody watching. You know, different strokes for different folks, man. If if you didn't like it, it's hey, it's perfectly fine. You know, this is not action. If you think, this yeah, is it's not. And I was a, and I was expecting a slow burn. You it know, is a I was expecting a slow burn. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of character development. So I kind of knew what to expect, but I wasn't let down when there was actually action on screen. I actually enjoyed uh, the action set pieces, even though there's not a lot of them. I thought they were very well shot. But yeah, let's go ahead and uh, and get into it. And this is coming from the guy who has a Miami Connection poster in the background. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go, guys. So uh, you can see right now, Samurai enjoys a lot of different genres. <laughs> there we go. I can yeah. enjoy. I can enjoy schlock. 
Right. I can enjoy Dune. You know, it's all right. good. I mean, uh, what I mean, did you think of this? What did you think of the soundtrack? Oh God, soundtrack and sound <clears throat> were both astonishing. Yeah, that. astonishing. I think. I mean, I, I know we're going to talk about this. This will be a definite Oscar contender, not just for visual effects, yeah. cinematography, but also for sound and in the, the score. I mean, the sound is just unbelievably great in IMAX. It was not like bum 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 massive. It's just like full volume, but it yeah. just uh, but you can hear all the details and stuff, and and it's just amazing. And Hans Zimmer's score. I mean, I yeah. I, I read people <laughs> complaining that oh, it's just a bunch of noises. It's not a bunch of noises. Hans Zimmer's score is not a bunch of noises. He's no. building, you know. Yeah. Uh, granted, you know, I, I study music. I, I had a minor degree in music, so so I, I pay attention to score quite yeah. a bit more yeah. than, than mm-hmm. your normal people. But he was building blocks. He was building the melody. He was building the tension, the rhythm. So by the right. time the film gets to where it got to, the yeah. music came on. You can hear all every all the elements come together, and those are not noises. Those are really just you know like yeah. you know, harmonies. Yeah, yeah. harmony. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, harmony. But, I really like the Hans Zimmer score, but what's interesting about it is it sounds like a Hans Zimmer score, and then it doesn't. Exactly. It's yeah. unique that yes, way. It's, he, yeah. yeah, he incorporated lots of these Middle Eastern elements, which befits the film. I mean, you know, uh, some people say, well, why is this film so Middle Eastern? You know, like like, like the, 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 you know, like the, the talk and the use of terms, and, you know, uh, the, the uh, he's not, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to pronounce all this. <laughs> it's but, fine. But, it's know, all right. You know, yeah. like, hey, have a rack, you know, that, you know, or, or, or Gal Gadoo or something. But, but, but I mean, oh, the, the film, throat, I mean, the it's, all, singing, it's all, yeah. yeah, I know, but it's all from the book. It's everything right. from the book. All the names, right. you know, uh, Sha, uh, like Shah Adu, uh, Muadib, everything is from the book. Yeah. And then Lynch also used them in the film. So, you know, so, I mean, and of course, it's a desert. I mean, obviously, that was kind of like in the inspiration to, you know, you in the desert terrain. You, you know, obviously, you know, Frank Herbert was saying, oh, Middle East, you know. Uh, so you know, so yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, some people might get confused by all the different names. I mean, the the uh, Jesuit, you know, the, uh, the 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 sisters, you know, the the um, what's it right. called? Uh, yeah, yeah, the the you know, Paul Atreides and then the the right. genuine the, the Jesuit sisters. So yeah, so the names yeah. might might put off some people, but again, right. faithful adaptation is off on the book. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but it's sci-fi, so it's fine. Yeah. It's sci-fi. <laughs> you're going to have odd, interesting, strange names that are all over the place. It's sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to click on some photos here. I actually, believe it or not, I took four pages of notes <laughs> while watching the movie, but I don't wow. want to keep you here. I don't want to keep you here for like three hours. That's fine. So what I'm going to do is... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I write big, you know, uh, but... You should see my audio commentary notes. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I bet. I bet. But uh, I'll, you know, I'll just, we'll just, I'll click the images here, and you can just okay. talk along, because uh, I kind of have it in order. Okay. Sure. Talk along a little bit uh, of what's going on here. Okay? okay. And that's how that's how we'll go through the movie, and then by all means, spoil and talk about all your favorite scenes and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, but yeah, dude, cinematography is nuts. Oh, God. Yes. yes. It's nuts. Fucking nuts. Um, so let's talk about what's happening here. This is the beginning of the movie. Well, these are the Harkonnen spaceships, right? Um, uh, so they're here. They 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 arrive in. I mean, you know, this, they they talk about the beginning, I guess, when they arrived to Arrakis and and then kind of like invaded the planet and took over right. the space production. But yeah, I mean, but I'm glad you. And they got that. they got called away. They, they got called away sudden. by the emperor. By the emperor, mm-hmm. which surprised. I was surprised for those of you who've seen the Lynch movie. The emperor was in the very first scene. 
yet here his name was mentioned but he's never you know there's certain characters which we'll go over that, yeah. that were pretty prominent in the lynch version but it's not okay he, at least not in part one emperor is definitely one of them you know so the, his full name is the emperor of the known universe right yeah so, but yeah but yeah, you're right. They didn't show him, which is good. It makes him mysterious. Which is good, mysterious. So, yeah. but yeah, that was you know. So, so in the very beginning, they talk about how they you know the the um, I mean, they call it Harkonnen. I think in in the Lynch version, yes. it's called Harkonnen. Right. Um, the Harkonnen house, um, you know, with the Baron, the army came in and kind of took over Arrakis. And and then, like you said, and like for uh, uh, they were ruling for like eighty years or something, and then and then they were called away, right? They were called away, and House Atreides were told to take over Arrakis, and that's why they right. ended up going to the planet, right? And during all this time, during their eighty-year reign, um, you know, the, that's when the the the, the Fremen were created. Oh, yeah. Yes, and they basically be adapted to the desert and right, and the, and then being around the spies. That's why their eyes are blue. Right, their eyes are blue. Right, right, mm -hmm. and 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 yeah. So they basically kind of you know your your revolutionary rebel fighters protect yeah. the planet. If you really think about it, they they really kind of like they were waiting for a chance. They're waiting for the Messiah. Remember, they're waiting for the Moadib to, right. to 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 uh, lead them to victory or lead them to take you know take back the planet. Mm -hmm. So I know this uh, book predates Star Wars and all this other uh, sci-fi franchises we have out there. I'm assuming the voice is the Force, basically, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. No, the book okay. is. You know, we have to keep in mind the book was written in the 60s. You know, Frank Herbert right. wrote it in the 60s. So, so there's a lot of pseudo spiritual elements in the in the book, which the right. film really did a pretty good job touching on it with, with these. You know, the the you know, like I must not fear for fear is a mind killer. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. You know the the voiceover. The inner I was hearing monologue. Yoda, man. I was hearing yeah. Yoda. <laughs> You're hearing Yoda. The inner monologue. The inner monologue. Yeah. Which which Lynch actually took it to the next level. There's much more of these inner monologue in Lynch film than this oh. one. But but he sometimes did it in kind of like a campy way. You know that. Yeah. If, you, if now you look at it, you feel oh this is camp. You know. But but right. here I think. Compared to Lynch version, he did a pre. I mean, it was rather restrained in terms of the use of inner I think, I think uh, Denise used it just enough so that you know it's going to affect what's going to happen later on. You know, because really the inner monologue is kind of like vision, right? It, it, it kind of goes with the vision that he sees in his dreams and stuff. So, right. Yeah, I'm sure, like the Lynch film, some of these inner monologue, you're going to rehear them later on as he encountered the actual situation, right? Right now, most yeah. of it is his dream, his <laughs> mind. And then once he sees the actual, like like, like when he sees Shani, you know, when he's a Daya's character, you know, when he's right. talking around and he remembers she's a Paul, you know, all that stuff. So, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's you will we'll see more of that in part two for sure. What's interesting about his dreams uh, slash visions is that they, they, they show a glimpse of what the future could be. Yes. Not what the future is. Because that yeah. threw me off when we get to the finale, when we get to the end fight. Yes, and the vision uh, of the character before that, I was so yeah. I was so confused, and I was like, "Oh, I get it now. It's just yeah. a possibility of it's what a, could happen." Dream. Right, right. No, right. Is a dream is not a. I mean, what he's dreaming may not be what's going to happen exactly. Like right. the guy, you know, like the guy who we end up killing in the desert in the Fremen when, when he, yeah, you know, in his dream he was giving him advice and all that stuff, but in reality mm -hmm. he killed him. You know, he, right. he, he killed him, and also remember that. That shot of him and uh, Shani on this on the on that spaceship, and then yeah. everybody down below 
bowing or worshiping. So he, I mean, that again, that is this vision of him becoming the leader, right? I mean, which we're supposed to see in right here exactly. You know, we're supposed to see this in part two, where he will become the Messiah, he will become the Muhadib, and then Shani is going to be by his side. But right. will this be a reality? Is this what's going to happen? You know, is, is he what is this what's going to happen? We don't know. We don't know yet. Right. This is what he's in his mind. From, I don't know, man. From these images, this is looking like he he just doing he just joined the dark side, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, man. They don't look too caring. There you you go. know, it's just yeah. they're letting the dark. They they're going yeah. to the dark but, side. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, I really but, like uh, how yeah, I like how Sadia is much you know featured much more prominently in this film than than poor Sean Young in the Lynch version. Because in the, in the, in the Lynch version, you know, Sean Young, Sean was like just a side character, like nobody, right? Whereas in the book and in, in apparently in this film, she'll be much more prominent, especially good. Part right. two. So, so that's why another spoiler alert for those of you who want to go see the movie because oh, I Sadia, you know, Sadia is in there, you know, she's from Oakland. Hey, Oakland, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, you're expecting a lot of her, 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 you know, being featured in this film, you're gonna be pretty disappointed because she's right. only in this for a few moments in the few scenes, yet her contribution in this film is very significant, yeah. Right, mostly come mostly appears through visions until she really appears uh, later in the movie. Right. Definitely, much later. Uh, but yeah, I like how they get into the lore a little bit. You know, the mm-hmm. the Shai Halud, Shai Halud, yes, of the, yes. Of the worms. I, I think that's a metal band, by the way. I, I gotta, <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy some some albums. Uh, uh, but the Eyes of Abad, that's what they have. Mm-hmm. And so the spice is the sacred hallucinogen, which yes. preserves life and health. Which mm-hmm. is what they harvest, and but most importantly for the Imperium, spice is used for navigation exactly. and safe interstellar travel. Exactly. So it's literally the most valuable substance in the universe. Yes, because it allows them to uh, travel without moving. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, the the Lynch version talk a little bit more about like they call it folder space. It's basically they 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 you know they travel without moving and then from one place to another. Here you can right. kind of see there's a you know. Again, you never saw the guild navigator, which is another prominent figure in the novel and in Lynch's film. You only saw right. the mechanism where they travel. You saw that like giant, like a giant foreskin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you saw this long yeah. giant foreskin where supposedly you see those spaceships going in from yeah. the like from the left, and then by the time they come out from the right, they're actually they're like galaxies away. That's the right, idea, right, right? right? I mean, that's what the that's what that whole thing is going to is trying to convey. Basically, they were like. Whereas in Lynch version, they go into this thing and then they just stay there, and then when they come out, they already are somewhere else. Here is like this tunnel is almost like you know if you if you are a fan of like the Japanese um, cartoon cat, you know Doraemon, you, he has this door like you open the door, you go in, you you, you at another place entirely. So this is yeah. like the same, same concept, which I, I like. I like the, the yeah. how they portray how they travel in time using spice, of course. But yeah, right, right. I like the, that scene where we get an introduction. We're in, we're in Caladan, the house of mm-hmm. Atreides. Right. And Paul's sitting there with his mother, Jessica. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're doing the Bean Jesuit. The boxing? Is that how you say it? Is that how you say it? Bean Jesuit. Bean Jesuit, yes. Okay. Uh, that's why I got you here, man. You got to help me out with it. And they're doing, they're, she's trying to train him on the, you know, the, the voice. Oh, yeah, course, yeah, 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 yeah. You're saying it wrong. You're doing it wrong. He, yeah, like, totally watches yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's keep it going here. I'm enjoying yeah, talking about this. Definitely. I know, right? Bring I enjoyed this uh, this uh, training sequence here. Yeah, yeah. This is almost an exact replica of the fight between uh, 
Clive McLaughlin and and um, Patrick Stewart in the Lynch version. Uh, of course, really? Shoot, yeah, the, I mean, it's almost like there are certain parts in this film which is almost like an exact replica of the Lynch film. This is one of them. And then, okay. of course, there's all these dialogue, especially in the worm sequence when they go in, you know, when they saw the worm come out. The dialogue right. is almost like word by word. I mean, of course, they're all from the book. But what I'm saying right. is like, for those of you who have seen the Lynch version, oh, yeah, that's Lynch used that too. But yeah, going back to that fight, the, the, the training. Yeah, so in, if you watch the Lynch version, it's almost the same, you know, the, the same way they carry this out. And they even use the same thing, you know, like the, the blade, the slow blade would penetrate the shield and that, yeah. you know. He got him by the neck, but then Gurney had him by the, you know, by the stomach. Same thing. It was all the Lynch has it too. So that was almost like, almost like an exact replica. And and which I'm glad you brought, you know, you showed that shot because I felt that certain characters were shortchanged. We talked a little bit about that earlier. Certain characters were shortchanged in this film, and Josh uh, Brolin was definitely one of them. Um, you know, he he should have been more. I think you should. We should be able to see more of him in the film um yeah. and and jason momoa i mean he's awesome as duncan you know duncan yeah he's great a, yeah he's great yeah, as he's, duncan. he's my favorite character in the movie yes yeah i know i know right <laughs> but but um, unfortunately yeah i mean with, with i mean with this kind of adaptation and, and the length of the film and all that you, <clears throat> certain characters do end up getting shortchanged did he the, did he die he died. Yes, he died. He died when everything, you know. Okay, I'm assuming. I'm assuming he died because it was just chaos yeah. and explosions. I'm but assuming chaos, he died. You know, they, they, the bomb destroyed all the building structures and yeah. Everything, you know. So, but I think there were two two actors who were shortchanged. He is definitely one of them. The other one, unfortunately, was Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista as uh, Beast Raban. Beast Raban right. in the parents' um, uh, assistant. Right, uh, right, right. Federal right. henchman. You know, I felt he was wasted. You have such a great character, such a great actor there, yet he only has a few lines. He's just standing. I mean, he did this beheading stuff. He, he did the beheading, but yeah, it would have been nice right. to see him in an action sequence. But a little actual, bit more. You know. and, and, yeah. And, yeah, he, I think where this film kind of felt a little bit short for me is on this scene with the villain. They still tend to be kind of... Um, stereotypical to me if you know what mm. i mean you know I, I always hope that is there any uh, can there be a better way to portray villains instead of having them saying these like these kind of corny dialogue like 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 you know like 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 uh they participate what about the uh fremen and then you right. know and then the birds that kill them all you know right right to right, me that's right. kind of you know you, you know what i cliche. mean cliche it's cliche i always hope that like sometimes <laughs> can you can there be a better way of presenting but don't sell the spice too quickly I know exactly. I was laughing at that, man. <laughs> Raise the prices. I was laughing, dude. Yeah. Scarsgard's a Scarsgard's a trip, man. Scarsgard's a, a trip. I like this. Yeah. I like the um, his appearance is definitely not as campy as the one in Lynch version. Lynch version is kind of like you know, it's a parody. It's not right. menacing at all. And which brings me to another great point about this film. This film uh, was very good in. Uh, making the threat and the menace uh, all, all present all the time. I like how threatening the enemy really was this time, as opposed to you know the miniseries and the Lynch version. The Lynch right. version, yeah, is almost like a parody. Like I said, it builds up the threat. I like how the threat was builds up and actually shows how bad they really are. Like you know when they attack. Um, um, I mean, this uh, was a setup. It's, yes, of course. This was, was a setup, setup man, too, because yes, the yes, emperor was, was like, "All right." House of Trades again, a little big, too big right. for the britches. Right. Right. We gonna set them up. 
We gonna set them up. That's how the emperor talks in the movie. <laughs> I want the Atreides dead. I want them dead. I want their house burned to the ground. I want, I want to piss on their ashes. You know, the emperor walks around. Dead. I want him dead. Yeah, he's walk. The emperor walks around with a baseball bat. Right. Right. You brought up one point because in this film, the Bene Gesserit were really presented as one of the main villains. You know, they because remember, they she was the one that kind of. You know the, the 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 head sister played by Charlotte Rampling. She was really the one that kind of get this thing going about killing Paul. They were worried about right. Paul having too much power and take. I was kind of wondering, are they good or bad? Like, what is going on? You know what I mean? Were, but, uh... Like but in the Lynch version, they were kind of bad, but not as outright bad as here, where you can actually hear them plotting it along with you know the Hark uh, Harkonnen. Let's, let's, I got to get used to saying Harkonnen because because everybody like if you watch Harkonnens, Harkonnens. Because he, yeah. you know, Lynch always called him Harkonnen. But, but right. yeah, in here you can tell kind of like that, which may explain why they have Charlotte Charlotte Rampling playing such a, you know, have such an important actress playing this this Ben the the, the sister, uh, right? Ben, this sister because she's apparently one of the bad guys. She's she's in cohorts with the bad guy. Yeah, and this yeah. film make it much clearer. I mean, the book made it pretty clear. The Lynch film right. not as much. The Lynch film is almost like, oh yeah, you know. Uh, the the guild navigator wants to kill them. Oh, well, we'll we'll go along with that. We'll go, along. but they're not the main people. They're not the mastermind. Here, right. it was presented as they are called. They are in cohorts with the the, the Baron. So right, that, that's very interesting. Yeah. So so that makes she was making deals. She was exactly. She was making. She deals. was like, yo, okay, look, because of the right. prophecy. Right. All right. Don't kill the mom and son. Just exile them. Do what you need to do. But you know. Right, you know. and and this also create another Poe po Dameron. You can kill that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Poe Dameron and, 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 and Poe po, po Dameron and Bruce Lee. You can kill Bruce Lee too. You know. <laughs> what happened there? I, I my shit. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> no, but 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 I'm glad we talk about the the Ben and Jesper system because this bring up another interesting element which was not in the Lynch film. Remember. As we, as the film progresses, <clears throat> or more and more Rebecca Ferguson's character, yeah. like Jessica Atreides. Now, of course, Jessica Atreides is, is a major character in the book. So, 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 you know, if you know the book, you know the story, you knew that she's going to be a prominent feature in the latter part of the film. However, because of the fact that the, you know, her senior sister is is plotting all this, you begin to wonder how much, you know, like, like, does she know? You know, like, does Jessica right. know? And also, there were certain scenes in the film which kind of makes you wonder. What exactly did she is she thinking, or what exactly did she have in mind? Remember all these scenes of her kind of looking, you know, just I mean, look, she's fantastic in the film. I think she was wonderful in the film. Yeah, uh, she's great. Uh, she stole the show, really showed it. But but there were several interesting shots of her, like her expressions, of her, like the way her react. She reacts to stuff. Remember when 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 uh, Paul Cameron. <laughs> Paul Cameron asked him, "Will you protect my son?" Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said, "With my life." Well, does she really mean it? With my life? I mean, we don't know. And then, and then later on, to, to me, the most peculiar. Yeah, yeah. Here, you know, like like this scene of her walking. Like, what was she thinking? Right, what she had in mind? Is she going along with the? I mean, she, is she aware of the Bene Gesserit plot, or is she? I mean, what is she thinking? We right, don't know right. I think that's one reason why she was cast because she could play such a complicated character, just like she yeah. did in the Mission Impossible film. But then, to me, the most peculiar shot was later in the film when they, you know, when the 
and they crash landed in the desert, and then they put, you know, <clears throat> they switch into the Fremen suit. Remember, right. there, there was this interesting shot of her the looking steel at her. suits. Well, yeah, the yeah. steel suits, right? The steel suits, correct. Yeah. So remember, there was that interesting shot of her looking at her son half naked. As, as yeah, she put on the shirt. Yeah, suit. that that was a little awkward. It was awkward. Is she aroused by her own son, or, <laughs> or is she thinking, you know what? This is him as his most vulnerable. Maybe I should kill him. I, I don't know. Or I'm just guessing. Hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know what she's had in mind. I mean, why is she looking at him like that? And of course, right, we may not right. know until the next film. But to, I, I like this kind of mystery. I, I like how yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like how Denise is putting stuff I, here to make you think. Because I was asking that question too. I was just kind of like the, 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 the Jesuit that she, the, 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 the group that mm. she's with. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what? What right. is their ultimate goal here? You know, their ultimate goal is really to just make sure they don't, they don't, um, they don't extinct. I think right, you know, they, right, they have this right, long heritage, right. hundred years. And remember, they felt that Jessica betrayed them because she bore them. A, you know, she bore right. a son. So they supposedly, I mean, the lineage is supposedly all female. So now right. with the son coming to play. Yeah, I mean, if I have to guess, I think Jessica is, is not going to kill his. Son. I mean, Jessica is not in this plot to kill his son, but you no. know, I, I, mean, I think she's probably going to protect him. But it just makes probably. it fascinating because you don't know what she's thinking. You have all these That's shots, of her, like, like that previous shot of her with all these things. So I, I find that fascinating. I think I think it's great yeah. that yeah, I think Rebecca Ferguson was a perfect choice to play Jessica. Really. She's a great actress, man. Mm -hmm. Like she's yep. just really, really, really good. Uh, but yeah, I noticed in the fight choreography here, we had a little bit of a screamer, stick fighting type of style, which was you know Roger cool. Yuan was the choreographer. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him in the movie, and I was yeah, wondering what happened movie, to him. Yeah. I assumed he just died, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, it's a Paper yeah. Tigers, man. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was cool to see him there. That that makes sense. That's why the fight choreography was was, was good. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I I did like uh, Brawlin, uh, and uh, Momoa was great. Uh, he was really, really good. He's my favorite character in the film, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I even like this scene. You know, when they're waiting on to get the. Uh, I mean, look oh, at yeah. this shot. Oh look yeah, this yeah. Shot. Oh, thanks. Oh this gosh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for bringing this up because this is exactly what I want to talk about. Because go for it. The, the scale, love the scale of the world with all these spaceships, especially the early parts of the film. Remember the early parts of the film? There are more shots of these gigantic spaceships within this landscape, right? Yeah. And so when you watch it. Like especially in IMAX, it's just overwhelming, just huge. I mean, it's huge. Um, and the world building, you know, absolutely staggering. You know, the, the effects, the effects really look like you know they, they actually existed. Well, I think you talk about it, they, you know, like this is a real world. Yeah. And yeah, and, and the effects is like I think it's the best merging, best, best um convergence of live yeah. action and visual effects in the sci-fi film, really since Blade Runner 2049. You know, really, I mean, because it, it just make the world so believable. I mean, the 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 Orinop choppers, the the, the the dragonfly machine. Yeah, I like so those. Real. I think it's yeah. just so real. I mean, I mean, like I said, this is definite Oscar contender for visual effects, for sound and cinematography. I mean, I, I have no doubt that this will win Oscar for at least visual effects and sound. Yes, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it definitely gets dominated. And, but and, I like I like uh, Josh Brolin's line, you know, or the yeah. or what's called Le Leto. Duke Leto was like, mm -hmm. why aren't you smiling? Or <laughs> he goes, I am smiling. I am smiling. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. But yeah, they get the uh, they get the uh, the orders to take from the emperor yes, to take over. Yeah, very ritualistic. I like That's that right. a lot. Yeah. No more um, Harkonnen Harkonnens. They have gotten the boot. 
mm-hmm. and now uh, House of Trades are taking over here. Uh, but yeah, great visuals, and uh, you know, and I, I enjoy. Not, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. I mean, I just love how apprehensive. I mean, apprehensive they were because, <clears throat> you know, it, it. Like I said, this film, from the get go, evokes this tangible sense of danger and dread, and right. especially once they arrive there. And once they arrive at Rakas, you know, remember. Uh, they first set food, you know, they, they were told that the city is quote unquote almost secure. So, like, the city is still, you know, under threat from the remnants of the Harkonnen or Harkonnen armies, as right. well as the Fremen, right? So, so there's this ominous feeling, uh, of, of danger or threat, you know, uh, that's always around, you know, that so, so in a way, it, it, as an audience, you kind of become tense because you're wondering when is the next threat going to come. Right, right, right. Especially in, in like once they settle down, that scene with the with the uh, the, the the needle thing, that all of a sudden just pop up and uh, is going to kill um, Paul. So that's also right. in the Lynch. Thing. But Lynch, the Lynch player really slow, but he is really tense. You know, here you know, all of a sudden the, the 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 flying needle is introduced, and like yeah, she was like, testing yeah. Paul. Yeah, yeah, and well, and and Jessica let it happen. Well, no, 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 that's not, yeah, no, no, I'm talking about the, not the box, though, not the box part. I'm talking about, oh, 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 you know, okay. once they arrived in Arrakis and Paul was in his room. Oh, needle, I got you. Poison needle, remember the poison needle? Oh, yeah, and he had oh, to yeah. slam it up against yeah. the wall. Slam yeah, yeah, wall, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then he had to catch it and stuff and almost kill right. the friend made and all that stuff. So, like, 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 it's that kind of danger that's lurking all the time. Right. You know? And much more prominent once the actual invasion began, you know, so. Right, yeah. I like that sense of dread, the sense of, um. You know this ominous danger that's always lurking. Ready when to... game when Game of Thrones was good, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what I mean by before it went to shit. So that's what I mean. What I mean by the Game of Thrones five when I watched it, I think people who like like Game of Thrones will probably really like this film because it will it will remind them of that kind of feeling from Game of Thrones. The character on the right, I forgot his name. I forgot his name too. I'm so sorry. Okay, can... is he? Did he have a big role in the Lynch version? No. Okay. No, okay. but I tell you who had a rather. Uh, I'll tell you the one major change in in this film, though. There was there was a gender change in the uh, the Fremen uh, lady who helped them. Uh, what's her name? Lady Lady Keens, I think. Um, oh yes. Yeah. Uh, Le- this, Le- this character. Keens. Yeah, Leah Keens. Okay, and I love how. Yeah, I love how you see this. These again. These are hints of what's going to come in part two. Like for those of us who saw. Movie and the read the book. You would know right. why she took those two, two little <laughs> like like a forklift well, out. Right, it was right. for a reason. It was for a reason. Okay. <laughs> well, like at the time, we'll, we'll get right. into it right. later. But at right. the time, I was like, "What is she doing?" Right. <laughs> and then later, when it's revealed, I'm like, "Holy shit! Are you fucking kidding me right now?" Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> is that what they're doing? Yeah. But we'll, we'll talk about that when we we'll get to about it. That, but, yeah, uh... yeah. But, but that's that's a major change, though. In the book okay. and in the okay, the book in the book, Leah Keynes. Leah Kind, I'm, I'm you know sorry about my pronunciation, but but this character was a male, is a guy, okay. he's a dude in the book. Okay, and in the Lynch film was played by none other than Max von Sydow, the great. Oh, seven, yeah, the great. Um, he's a great know, actor. I'm a yeah, fan yeah, of him. Great, yeah, the great Austrian yeah. German actor uh, who was in the Seventh Seal, right? Is the Seventh Seal, right? The mm-hmm. game chess. Fla- okay. Flash Gordon. Fresh Gordon. Oh, yeah. Flash Gordon. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, Ming, right? Ming the Merciless. Yeah, Ming yeah, the yeah. Merciless. Ming the Merciless. Yeah. So that was Ming the Merciless in the Doom, in the Lynch version. But here it's played by a, a female. She's great. Okay. You know, she's wonderful. Yeah. Again, you don't know whether she's on, you know, you don't know which side she's on. Whereas, That's true. You know, yeah, in the Lynch version, you can pretty tell that, you know, Max from Sadal's uh, character 
it was pretty sympathetic to the trade. He, he kind of knew, like, yeah, you guys are you like, like, you can sense in that film that, oh, yeah, you guys really don't want to be here. I, I get it. <laughs> you know? yeah. But here, you don't know which side she's on until, like, the very last, right. until, like, the, the very last scene. And I like that scene with uh, Duke, Leto, and his son, Paul, where they're walking. Oh, yeah. Was, was that the graveyard the gra- they were walking? Yeah, the graveyard. The, fa- the, the, the past, like, the, the past, right. the Chinese family. And I like, I like that scene because... You, 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 you totally get that Luke Skywalker vibe from Paul, and I like how Leto had let you know Duke had to let him know. Look, I know you want to fly off in, in the sky in space and have your adventures, but look, I need you to think political. Yep. Already, you know Oscar Isaac's character Leto. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like this is a great honor, but something smells fishy. Of here. course, yes, yeah. You know, is the yeah. emperor trying to put us against the Harkonnens? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be a war? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, before, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, Wolfgang Peterson, you know, the the captain from Das Boot, uh, play Duke Leto in the Lynch version, and he's good too. But I think Oscar, I you know, uh, Oscar Isaac really did a great job here. I think he was fantastic as Duke Leto. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I did want to see more Teast. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see uh, Batista kick kick some more ass, which I'm sure uh, will happen in the second movie. So, right uh, was this was this character uh, prominent in the original? Sort of, sort of. Yeah, he's okay. always by okay. the Baron's side. Yes, sort of. Okay. Uh, so, what did you what did you think of this shot? This reveal of uh, uh, Vladimir. <laughs> I'll tell you what I think, and, and this is uh, this and the previous shot of the spaceship. And actually, like like once they got to Arrakis, they really evoked um, German expressionism in these shots. It reminded me of a lot of the German expressionism you saw in the designs and the right. look, especially like you know, like, like like Fritz Lang, you know, like like Metropolis. Right, um, right. Like that, especially once they get the Arrakis with all the, the, like the color. I mean, like like some people say, "Oh, this film has no color." Once they get the Arrakis, well, it's a desert planet, right? I mean, sand. Yeah. So there's no, you know, there's all just sun. So so there's no. I mean, what color would you like? You know, from a desert planet, right? And right. but it revoke you know, like once they get to Arrakis, and then once the movie plots along, I, I kept kind of like thinking. I'm all, it's almost like I was watching a 1920s German expressionist silent film. It just reminded mm. me of that that kind of look, especially like after the, especially that shot. Like like there's this wonderful shot of them uh, leave after they after they uh, part away with the Fremen, right? And then they went to that the the Othorno chopper thing to escape from from the you know from the uh, army, which yeah. where they just killed. Um, they just kill Duncan. There's this shot right. of them running up, running up, and then you see the dark, like like they were running up in darkness. And as they ran up, you start seeing the outside, and it cuts to the next shot of that chopper there as they right. ran towards it. To me, it's like, oh, this is just straight out of Fritz Lang. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the homage of it. So, I don't know, like, and almost Metropolis like, is insane looking. Like, yeah, I Metropolis couldn't believe when I watched Metropolis, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe the visuals for that time, man. Right. Like, blew, sure I was like, what? I know, and, and I'm it sure the knees took some of the inspiration from that film. It's like yeah. reminded me of like moving some of the architecture, some some of the especially on Arrakis and something some on Caladan too. It reminded me of Mobius, 
you know, the architecture, right. the, the stark, the line, the, the Germanic, you know, like a very Deutsche kind of line, you know, the hard line. And, right. You know, so, so yeah, right. but that, that shot of the Baron again. Uh, yes, I agree, Great Council. Oh, I we got agree. Lunga in the house from the Great mm-hmm. Council. Make sure you guys subscribe. Awesome channel. Thanks for popping in, brother. I'm glad you enjoyed the movie. No, I do uh, agree that. Yeah, yes. I mean, I think the last time people were that involved in watching a movie, like 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 in, in the theater, that's all, it was Lord of the Rings. I, I agree, and that's 20 years ago. You know, but I know, right? Crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, let's like keep I said, it. it was like shot the Baron. You know, the darkness, the starkness. Yeah. It just yeah. reminded me of something Germanic. You know, like very German. Right, right, right. But yeah, just a beautiful looking movie. Yes, man. here like, too. Yes, just, yeah. I mean, insane. yeah. That's the, that's the sand color. I mean. If you go to a if you go to the desert, this is how they look. So so you know you can't say well there's no color in this film. Well that's not true. But it's just right. being realistically portrayed. And again, like I said, I think the way it's the, the desert. It's a desert. <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, it's not like Greg Fraser didn't know how to use color. I mean, look at yeah. Batman. The Batman. He right. did the Batman. He, look I mean, there's at enough like color Batman. in the movie. Yeah. There's enough. But, color. You know, he did the Batman. He did you know he did Rogue One. I mean, Rogue One is colorful, beautiful. Rogue One has yeah. So yeah, no, no, it's just how you know. And I think so. This they, I did not expect. I did not expect. Uh, was it Doctor Yue? Yeah, by Chen Chen. Yeah, uh, Chen yeah. Chen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's great. He, I did not great. expect uh, mm-hmm. betrayal. Uh, yes. You know, basically. Well, they, I mean, he had a reason. Oh, he had a reason. You for know, it, yeah. he had a reason. Yeah. They had his wife. Yeah. You know, and they had his daughter too, or is this his wife? Uh, well, supposedly the wife has died already. Actually, right. There was mentioning of the something the like wife, that, yeah. Right, but, but but yeah. But even though he he said he'll bring give me back my wife, and maybe he meant bring back his body or body or something. But the right. But then right. remember, and then the Baron said, "Well, you can join her." And you know, yeah. So I guess yeah. he she's dead too. But again, she, hey, Jen, uh, Jen, Jen Jen's character here is also slightly underutilized. Again, he's a major character in the novel. Okay. Because again, he's the he he's kind of he had to play around with the Harkonnen because of the fact that they had, they had his family. So right. yeah, he you know he again he's he get the he get the betrayal the attack going, and yeah, and and in the Lynch film he was played by a Caucasian actor, <laughs> so it's kind of if you think about it now it's kind of laughable because it, in the novel and it's obvious that he's a he's of Asian descent. So so it's, it's, yeah. Is um is nice that they actually cast an Asian actor, and I love how he was speaking Mandarin to to Paul Atreides, and then and then Paul responded in the perfect Mandarin, you know, yeah. you know, I was like, oh wow, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like authentic. He, yeah, it's very authentic. <laughs> and, and the perfect Mandarin, but yeah, so I think that was good casting. I wish yeah. we, I wish we would see more of him. But, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, once the portrayal went down, man, that was it. The shields were down. They were vulnerable, and then it was just chaos, you know. And there's right. another shot of the dragonfly ships, yes. which were pretty yeah. cool. Love the design. Yeah. But yeah, just uh, chaos, getting fucked up, and and don't forget, uh, our boys, our Harkonnens, they had they teamed up yep. with the bla- what they call them the uh, the Emperor's Blade or something uh, like that, Blades the Sar- of the Emperor. Is it the Sarudaka Army? Is that, yeah. is that what you're referring to? Sardaukar, yeah. Sardaukar army, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those dudes were bad dudes, man. But yeah, but pretty great fight. Be, yeah, right, they're supposed to be from the emperor, right? I yeah, yes. It's called mm-hmm. the emperor's blades, I think, was the right, 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 right. Uh, really good fight here. I liked how it was shot. Fight choreography was really well done. And again, we had more uh, 
interesting uh, combat melee battles here mm-hmm. with everyone with the shields mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. taking each other out. Doesn't go too well for House of Trades. Uh, they kind of get fucked up, and it doesn't go too well for Duke here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like the I like the little sabotage plan. You know, mm-hmm. keep the capsule in your mouth. Mm-hmm. You bite on it, you die. But just blow mm-hmm. it towards. Uh, our boy Vladimir, take him <laughs> out. Fuck, fuck that guy. You know that was that was a pretty good plan. And I love how they found him, ho- like hovering up on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what I was looking at at first. Yeah, because he was just like, yeah, I know. Because everybody's dead, you know, everybody's dead, and they thought everybody's dead. They thought even the Baron is dead. And no, no, and behold, he's he's up there in this fetal position, supposedly yeah. scared or something. But I think you know, but supposedly he's also kind of poisoned because. Right. I mean, he turned on his shield. I, I was surprised that he has a shield too. I was very surprised, yeah. but I guess he was partially poisoned because, you know, obviously, some poison right. got into him. So, so that's why. So he he's to so he's gonna look fucked up in this in the in the next movie, basically. Well, he will look like how he looks now. Maybe. I mean, but more, yeah. But then remember, he appeared afterwards, though. I mean, he came out from that black bath. The black oil thing, right? He looks, right, he looks, right. He just look all black. Maybe his face might have some poison. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, right, right, we'll, we'll have to find out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, you know the the mother and son get kidnapped for exile after Atreides gets laid to waste, and uh, I like the whole. Let's use the voice, son. <laughs> let's mm-hmm. tag team. Use the voice. Yeah. Fuck yeah. these dudes up. Yep. You know Release they end up crashing and. Yeah. <laughs> Kill him. Yeah. yeah I like yeah. how uh, I like how Jessica was fucking dudes up too. You know, we're oh, not yeah, messing well, around now, man. Yeah, we can't yeah, be messing in, around. Yeah, that was in the Lynch version too. I mean in the Lynch version, Jessica was played by a British actress. I thought she was pretty good, but obviously All right, cool. Ferguson Ferguson on a whole other level, you know. Right, 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 right. And and, and I like how the film portrayed Paul. Um here initially you, you notice that he's kind of passive and he you know he does like he, i you know he he doesn't look like a messiah figure he doesn't look like he's some right. kind of a savior figure you know like like you know duncan saying you have no muscles and all that stuff you know yeah so so but then uh you know this just and also there's like i guess it's because of his age you know he's really playing a young you know teenager right? adolescent right so the, the, right. you sense his initial disconnect of what what he's like i i'm not you know like I, I'm not really connected to all this politics shit. You know, I just know that I'm going to Arrakis and you know and all that yeah. He doesn't want to be like inherited all this stuff. He doesn't want to become the you know, he doesn't want to take over his father just yet. You know, he just he just around well, even, even right. Shawnee was like doubting him. Right, right, right. Even she was just like, Well, you're gonna die here. Right, here. Exactly. <laughs> let me give, let me yeah, give you this blade. This blade, uh, yeah. Cause you're not gonna make it. Uh, nice right. knowing you for five seconds. All right. Right, right, right. And and, and I, the, what I like about the film was the film allowed time for him to grow. You know, the, yeah. it, it, him, it became more and more assertive as he progressed, yeah. especially once his, he and his mom was kidnapped. You know, he's he's kind of taking over now. He's becoming, you know, like like you said, he started using the voice and stuff. So he he coming into his own. You know. Yeah. So. Um, so I think I like how 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 he was portrayed because by the last really just by the last ten minutes you know he saw you saw him making that little speech there you know we we here we we gonna stay because remember right. they said oh you should go into exile you know you know like, uh, high somewhere all that jazz. yeah Jessica's and, trying to get off the planet right right Jessica yeah, yeah. They just want they just want to protect the sun he said no and no no, like, no no you know I'm I'm here you know the, the I'm meant to be here you know the death the death brought me here I'm gonna you know. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be your leader. I'm gonna help you fight the Harkonnens. You know, so, if so. you have me, if you, you have, still exactly, ask for yeah. permission, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's absolutely. Oh, we were. I, I forgot the scene with uh, 
<laughs> I wanted more Javier Bardem in here. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, in here. I wanted more of him. He's uh, he's uh, what's his oh god, what's his name? Uh, uh God, right? That's his character's name. He is. Hold on, I got a brain I think his name is Shingard. Hold on, one. Still, moment. Stillgar. Stillgar. I'm so sorry. Stillgar. Stillgar. Yeah. 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 Stillgar. Yeah, oh, Stillgar. I was yeah. dying, man, when he met. He he went to go have that meeting with. Oh yeah. <laughs> with oh, with the, the, the the duke. Yeah. He spit down, and then they got all offended, and then yeah. Momo was like, "Thank you, okay. your grace, yeah. for showing." Yeah. <laughs> your... Yeah, your, 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 your precious liquid. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they all and they all spit back. That was hilarious. I was. Yeah, I was oh, Javier Bardem is fantastic. In this guy. I mean, I wanted well, to, I wanted to see him more in this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, and yeah. he will be featured more because he is supposedly like the most senior member of the Fremen. You know? um, and right. Like you asked, like people say, like, oh, he was great in Skyfall. You know, he was, he was even good in um, the Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I love him here. I think he's, he he's, one, like, he's one of those like, actors where he's good in everything, even if mm-hmm. the movie sucks. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you know my feeling about Skyfall. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I know. You, you know how Rick. You know how Rick Myers goes. But anyway. So. So yeah. Which we'll but, talk about Friday. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This okay, Friday. So okay. But yeah. Yeah. yeah he forget. was playing in the Pirates film. You know the 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 late the last Pirates of the Caribbean. Film. Right. 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 Here, you know what he reminded me of. And mm. again, we're gonna go into this theme eventually. He reminded me a lot of Omar Sharif in Lawrence of Arabia. You know, oh. so he's almost like this, that you know, the Omar Sharif character in Lawrence Arabia, kind of like a rebel Arab, Arab leader. He's yeah. just like that. Like the moment he walk in, he's like, oh, that's like Soba the. Oh, well, maybe some people say, well, he looks like Anthony Quinn, you know, like, like Soba the Greek. But no, you know, he. A little bit, that, yeah. <laughs> a little bit, maybe, <clears throat> maybe a little bit of uh, Anthony Quinn, but more to me, more Omar Sharif, really. Yeah. Right, really. right, right. But it's funny because <laughs> sometimes Javier Bardum looks like. Robert Downey Jr. mixed with uh, what you call <laughs> the guy who plays uh, Negan. Uh, uh, oh, man. <laughs> this, you know, everybody looks like somebody. Oh, but I boy. think the strongest scene for uh, our our character of Paul, for me, for me in the movie, was when he flipped the fuck out when he started to see more and more visions of what the future could be. And he even remember remember when him and his Jessica were hiding, and he's like mm-hmm. screaming at her, "You guys made oh, me yeah, a yeah, freak! Yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah, made yeah, me yeah, a yeah, freak!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "All right, we're getting good now." Yeah. <coughs> when they were like hiding, that, right? We're not hiding underneath the sand. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah because he sees, you know, at first you think, you know, oh, there's my future love interest. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. she's smiling at me. All right, mm-hmm. I think I'm getting in good here. And then you look over the edge. Oh, it's mm-hmm. war! Holy shit! Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed that uh, uh, one take action sequence. Yes. That right was here. really cool, right. man. I could, you know me, right. samurai guy. I could have right. had a lot more of that, but right. the one take action sequence was dope. But look at his eyes; mm-hmm. blue. Yeah. They're blue. Yeah, yeah that's just right. Like, yeah, eventually he became one of them. He, he he drank the water of life. That's why. Right. Which was and I was in, I needed to watch that scene again, but in the background mm-hmm. is the. Uh, yeah, the worms are like helping the fight as well. Mm-hmm. They're like attacking yeah. the army. Yeah, yes, <laughs> I was like, dude, what is going on? No, that would and be then the major, yeah, yeah. that would be the major battle in part two. Yes. Now, what do you think is going on right here? This is oh, still part of that same dream. Uh, I think these are the, just the body of the dead soldiers or the dead fremen. Right. Right. 
And then we get that shot yeah. you were talking about. Right, right. That he in, in this shot we he think that he will be the next leader, the next um, more deep the Shagadu. Right. But would it be the case? We don't know. And again, yeah, we note don't know. that his eyes are already blue. But he was like freaking the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> which was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. like, What is this? You're making me see these dreams well, slash nightmares. Yeah, so it's like kind of like a, you know just like a te- your typical teenage angst. You're, you're yeah, teenage. yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I mean, he need. I wanted them to show some emotion. Yes. You know, that's yes. why. That's why I liked the scene because mm-hmm. he was kind of very timid the whole movie. Right. And but, I finally, and then okay, finally, yeah. right. Well, something. I think it's because he realized that his dad is dying. His yeah. Dad is, yeah. You know, he he. It's just like again, yeah. Um, because by then, you know, of course, you know, Jessica with her psychic knew that, you know, Lido is dead, but then right. now he also has his little psychic because of the spice and stuff. So he also sensed that, you know, my father is dead. So now he has to take on the, the responsibility. You know, right. He has to, he has to take over the ruling of Arrakis as he know, but now what do he really Yeah, he's want? the Duke now. He's yeah. the Duke now. Exactly. He has the ring. God, he's a signal yep. ring. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he has a signal ring. So he's the Duke and also... And it now goes beyond just like ruining Arrakis and making just spice you know, flows again. Right. He has to defeat the enemy now because he yeah. knows the enemy want him dead. Because they they set they set the whole they set all of them up basically right. to get to get right. it, man. That was right. like right. pretty good, really good, really good planning from the emperor, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got some really good action here. You know, yes. we got the uh, yeah. what, what are they what are they called again? The Sar Sadukar Sadukar Army. Sadukar, yeah. Sadukar Army. I like yeah. how they kind of floated down. Right, right, right. They had yeah. the same technology that made uh, Vladimir float. Is I that, think is, so. I mean, it was never explicitly stated. It could be just a suit, but him, yeah, because like if you remember watching the Baron, um, remember on his back he saw some something in his back, right? Right, in, right. In, in the shots of Vladimir, from seeing from his back. You see, yeah. there's some kind of like a clipping on his spine or something, which supposedly allows him to fly or float. Right. So we, right. we don't know yet. I mean, maybe they would never explain it. Who knows, right? But so. great scene. I mean, I didn't want to see Duncan die, but mm-hmm. great uh, action sequence for uh, Momoa here. And I like Still, how. I like, he, I like they how, gave him a warrior's death, man. Right. They gave him a warrior's death. And I also like how they show time because I remember um, when he first appeared, he has his beard. And then. He he went and he he had to go to Arrakis first, right? And right. so uh, months later, supposedly what fourteen weeks? So they say like fourteen weeks. Or, I mean, a few months later, when they arrive, his beard has been shaved. So, so I like like it kind of like a time pass thing. It's like showing you you know time pass. He has his beard before he went to Arrakis. Now that he's in Arrakis, it's probably fucking hot there, so he has to shave his beard. You know, so yeah. Right, right, right. All right. Got a Simon section here with a super chat. Because Master Remaster, why not call yourself Race Car 12, 12 21, <laughs> What is that? Which is a review I'm looking forward to seeing you both hopefully do. Oh, you know, what's he's that? About Matrix, Matrix Revolution. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Matrix hey. Comes out, yeah, he wants to see us do this. Hey, for- if you want to review it with us, let's go. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll review it with yeah. you. Hell yeah. yeah Thanks again, on, Simon. Man. Thanks again for the Thank super you. chat, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a while to get it, and then I saw the thing. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Let's keep it going and rocking and rolling here. But yeah, they gave my boy Momoa Warrior's death. Uh, they said behind the scenes, you know that little salute he does. Right? Oh, wait, wait. Uh, reverse it. Sorry. Yeah. 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 He's that's he's 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 doing that for the character of Paul. You know, which Paul right. replicates at the end. Right. 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 Because that was his friend. 
But right. uh, Momoa's every time Momoa does that in the movie, he's he's saying hello to his son. Uh, <laughs> I, really? I found that out behind the scenes. <clears throat> That's great because <laughs> his son's training in Kali right now, and so ah. they do the salutes in Kali. So he's like saying hello to his son <laughs> at the same time. That's a power. Uh, That's great. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but yeah, let's keep it going here. But yeah, I really enjoyed this scene. Yeah. Uh, I could have used like 10 more minutes of it. Uh, but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, let's see what the future holds here. Let's see what the future holds. And, and, like, and how, how, how did you, what did you think of the Shai Halud uh, in this one compared to the David Lynch one in the 80s? Uh, I, look, considering the technology at that time, I thought the Shah Halud uh, in the Lynch version was actually quite well made, especially okay. especially in the same scene where they go and check out the spice harvesting and then the worm attack. Um, that, that was a good scene. I like that scene. That was a good scene, but to me, that was the best part of the Lynch. I mean, to me, uh, the, the Lynch version was actually equally good, too. Really oh, good. they did that yeah, in the I, Lynch, I like, Lynch yeah, version. I like the, yeah, I, I, I really like that scene. Um, here, of course, you know, you have better effects. Yeah, better shot. Yeah. So you really can't compare, but the 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 effect, you know, the impact, they're both kind of similar. And like I said, right. if you watch it, get you know, <clears throat> if you watch either version before, then you say, oh yeah, that line was in the the, the other version too, you know that stuff. So yeah, but uh, um, see, this is one. Okay, one thing I do feel that the Lynch version was better than this version. Oh, okay, in one, in one main main aspect. Okay, this is right. this is what I feel. Um. Again, this film was slow burn, you know, like you said, you know, not, uh, not a lot, whole lot of action, and the right. character takes time to establish. But right. um, the thing is, the Lynch version is the, um, he was, what Lynch was good at was he was able to establish the character very quickly in, in very short time. So, so if you watch the Lynch version, you right away know like what they are, what they do. Right. You know, uh, um, a Lynch There's is Sting. I see Stings right. in the movie, Sting, which which is not in this movie. Remember, Stings a character fade, not yeah. in this movie. So, so Lynch, I think Lynch is better at painting vivid sketches of the characters very quickly because he knew I only have two hours. I have so many characters. I have to make sure that people knew them who they are right away, what they do. So you know, so he spent very little time on on, on establishing each character. But once the character showed up. You knew right away what what they what the purpose in the film was. Okay. Here, it, it, I think I don't think Villeneuve, Monsieur Villeneuve, <laughs> does a particularly good job of introducing us to any of the side characters. Okay, but, you know, okay. I, I like I like that's what I meant by some of the side characters getting uh, sidetracked. Gurney, right? Definitely, Doctor Yui. I really wish I we we saw more of Doctor Yui. Beast Raban, obviously, you know they make very little impression. That's what I'm trying to say. They're not gotcha. As, they're not as memorable. As, he focused more on the main meat, right? The main and, characters, right? They the focus more on the main character. Whereas in the Lynch version, the moment they show up, you already like, oh yeah, I remember that. Like, you know, like even Shani, like like I said, Sean Young was Shani in the Lynch version, right? Shani in, in the, she's almost like a you know like a non-existing character in that film, but still <laughs> right. you remember her because it was Sean Young, it was Shani, right. you know, the way she stayed. You know, that, like the the moment she was introduced, she just like she was about to like attack Paul, and she said, "I'm Shawnee, blah blah blah." And like you remember that, so right. so yeah, Sean so Sean Young, Harrison Ford's favorite actress. <laughs> 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 so so to me, that was that was um, yeah, that was maybe the, my only disappointment. Okay. Yeah, okay. compare compare to the Lynch version. That's it. Yeah. 
Right, 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 right. Copy that. Okay. Well, that's 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 a very interesting. Very interesting. All right. So now our cast of characters, or at least uh, Jessica and Paul, uh, they have run. They have met up with the Fremen here. Yes. And they got Javier, and they're basically kind of put to kind of put to a test. Yes. But since he got bested, this guy comes calling for a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, he tells uh, what's his name again. Uh, Stilgar. Stilgar. Like, you just, no, he's you not Stilgar, got... though. Uh, no, I mean not 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 Stilgar. He's uh, uh he's calling Stilgar Jamis. out, is what Jamis. I mean. Jamis, right? Isn't right. He Jamis? Ja- yeah, Jamis. Jamis. Yeah. 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 The guy who he got ca- killed, Jamis. He right. calls him out. Yeah, Jamis. Right. Right. He calls him out, and he's like, "Well, you know, let's 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 fight it out for who the next leader will be." And her champion comes forward, which is Paul. Mm-hmm. And uh, does the salute that uh, Duncan did? That's a power. Didn't he? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would have to say, though, even though as much as I enjoyed this film, I would have to say this was the weakest fight in the movie for me personally. Um, I liked all the I, even even his practice sequence with Josh Brolin was filmed and edited better. Yeah, well, all like, of the fight, like all the fight, fight combat scenes throughout this movie were shot well. Mm-hmm. They were edited well. They were they were very well done. I enjoyed them. Something fell off to me with this fight. I don't know why. I think it's because of the way it was shot. I think you know in the in the in the uh, the, the the practice fight with Gurney, for instance. You, you yeah, it was like, good. Like I said, it was like a kung fu shot. You know, like a kung fu. Yeah, shot. yeah. It was shot in a wider angle, longer takes and stuff. Right here, it's just like a duel to the death, but. It was shot very close up, very close, and also because of the light. Remember that scene is actually pretty pretty dark because it's supposed yeah. to be sunset or, or sunrise or sunset, what have you. Sunset, I believe it was. You know, I remember the scene that scene before the final scene when it gets to the Fremen area was really kind of dark. It, it, but it's obviously natural lighting is really like the golden yeah. hour, or what have you. But yeah, I mean, I think the fact that the lighting and the, the way it was shot really in the close up, more over right. close distance, kind of make the fight less impactful. It's more right. more, more uh, animalistic, I think. Yeah. yeah, which is fine. It was just it was kind of something just fell off, but it didn't it didn't deter my enjoyment of the fight. I mean, right. you know, this wasn't Snake Eyes level of, <laughs> of <laughs> this wasn't Snake Eyes level of bad uh, shaky cam and edit and bad editing. Uh, right. You could still enjoy it, but something in comparison to the other fights mm-hmm. that we've seen, mm-hmm. uh, especially this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, I thought that was a little bit underwhelming. But again, going back to where you're talking about how his, vi- how Paul's visions show a possible future, not what is actually going to happen. Exactly. I was like, wait a minute, this dude earlier, he saw this guy and they were friends. Right, right, right. <laughs> He's like, exactly. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to yep. show you all the wisdom of the land, and uh, you know, yep. I'm going to be your, I'm going to be your little Obi Wan Kenobi. There you go. Yeah. You little shit. Uh-huh. Listen to me. Let's, let's, <laughs> You know, and then all of a sudden he's there. He's he kills him. I was like, holy. All right. Yeah. Well, I didn't see that coming. So that's I'll very a, interesting. I'll be a wax on wax off. master. Right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, that was I, very that's interesting. Actually, that's actually one of the more interesting aspects of the film because Lynch didn't do that. Lynch. Oh, Lynch show his dreams and visions. And okay. How, and then they turn out just like how he dreamt. But not here. Okay. Like you said here in the dream, James was his mentor. Right, like his pro, uh, like like Jamin was his teacher, his mentor, his Obi Wan, you know. Right. But in real life, he's gonna kill him because 
to become yeah. a Fremen. You, you, you want to become a Fremen, you got to take a life of one of us, you know. So, so yeah, right, I like right, that part. Right. I like that. That's that was yeah. I it caught me off guard. I was like, yep. oh, there's the guy he's going to become friends with. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Well, you're dead. All right, next. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, like you were saying earlier, he joins him and Jessica right. for now. According to this movie, they join right. the Freeman. And uh, our journey to the second chapter begins, and then we have our we have our sequel bait set up here. Right, right. This is just the beginning. Now, yeah. now to me, uh, this is this part, this final like fifteen twenty minutes of the film. Once they you know, <clears throat> once they encounter the Fremen, to me, really reminded me of Lawrence of Arabia. Really, really mm. reminded me of Lawrence of Arabia. I mean, you know, Denise. He always said he's a huge David Lean fan, and that he, right. he mentioned, like like me, you know, Lawrence Arabia. I'm, Lawrence Arabia is my favorite film of all time. Oh, I mean, nice. if, 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 like like there's all these films that I love, of course. If you have yeah. to count, if I have to like just say one film, I'll say Lawrence Arabia. And and in many cases, this final 15 minutes of the film really reminded me of Lawrence Arabia, not just because of the setting, it's just the way he, the, all the characters are lined up, and you have this conflict with the yeah. The fight with James, and then at the end, <clears throat> when he got to the Fremen, and then we can now talk about the worm thing, right? I mean, the, the, right. The, <laughs> the two forklifts was to uh, you anchor yourself on the worm, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Like, because earlier I was like, what is yep. she doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is she doing with those? And then no. We riding the worms, goddammit. <laughs> we gonna go riding. We gonna enjoy riding. Woo-wee. Riding. Riding. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I actually love that shot that you just showed when she, when she pulled out those forklifts. Like, oh, God, this is gonna be great. And then yeah. she killed. But yeah, right. that's gonna come later, you know. That's why he said there's a power, the power to control the worms. That's, right. that's the ultimate power. So... So at some point, I know I know people are like, "Don't stop spoil, stop spoiling what happens comes in the books." I know this is just for samurai guy. I'm sorry, guys. Do the worms fight eventually in the future chapters? That's all you have. To, that's all you have to tell me. Yes or no? No. Yeah, no. 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 If if by fighting you mean crushing people, then yes. Well, yeah. I'm not not yeah. martial arts. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like you worm like by like by fighting, mean like like this is the worm, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smash. Yeah, yes, then they. Fight. Okay, okay. So because the, the ones that are riding them, do they control them, or they're just on for they're just hanging out? No, they control the worm. Oh, let's yeah. go. Yeah, they control. Let's the worm. go. Yeah. That's why, like, like there's two tests. Really, there's two tests for for you know. I mean, well, I'm just talking about the Lynch version in the, in the movie. Right, right, so, right. Supposedly there will be two tests for Paul. He has to drink the water of life. Okay, okay, so that you become a really truly become a Fremen. Okay. The second part is, is he has to control a worm. He has to. Okay. He has to try and tame tame like a rodeo thing. He has to. And this is in the Lynch version. Yes. In the book okay, I got to. I I don't know, man. I, I this movie's making me want to watch the Lynch version. <laughs> yeah, but then you you will find out what happened at the end. But then who knows what? I mean, I'm pretty sure Denise will be faithful to the book. Which Lynch okay. was also so I should still the- wait. I should wait for the next. I movie highly here. suggest. Okay. 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 wait. But we don't know how long the wait is going to be. But like I said, this movie was best served coming in cold. You not having okay. seen the not not having read the book, not having seen the Lynch version and the miniseries. And I right. think you get the most enjoyment out of it. 
But right. yeah, I mean, to, to me, the p- final part actually was the part that 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 it became kind of interesting for me because it reminded me so much of Lawrence Arabia when they got to the Fremen. You saw the sun comes up, and then yeah. you know, we saw. He saw the the, the 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 guy you know controlling the worm and thought, wow, this is great, this is great. And of course he he chose to end it there, which right. but it's still the funny thing was, um, even though that was kind of a cliffhanger, so to speak, you right, still right. felt that the film was kind of complete. It it, it ends for in that the right chapter, place. yeah. Yeah, you, you it ends yeah. in the right place, not like leaving you hanging. It's it right. just like it makes you think, Oh, I want to find out more. I want now I want to find out what happened to Paul. What happened to you know? Um, yeah, yeah. What happened to the Fremen? But it's not like oh man, don't don't stop right here. You know, don't don't right. don't do a don't do a, a desolation or smoke here. You know, oh man, that was the, <laughs> that was the worst, the worst cliffhanger. I'm telling you, the, the worst cliffhanger. It's like you you tell me I have to wait a year to see whether the smoke will actually burn down the village. I, man. Like, I God, know, man. That was so. I mean, it was a great ending, but it's also like the worst cliffhanger. If you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. Especially now. since the beginning was like, oh, okay, we're yeah. just going to wrap up Smaug there in the yeah, next yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really quick, before we well, before we rate this, okay. I just this, this comment amused me, so I'll let you answer this question. Oh. What was that spider dog creature? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I think it was just one of, it wasn't one of Baron's pets. Okay, he's just a pet. Right? And and, okay. they, they say, and somehow they say, oh, he understood. Because that was in the scene where the Bene Gesserit went to see, went to see the Baron, right? I mean, the, the, and then, mm-hmm. and then yeah. they were worried that um, they were saying, that, oh, the, the, the creature wouldn't understand what you said. And then somebody, you can hear in the you know, voiceover, oh, it understands what you said, which is why she stepped into that light and talked to the Baron instead, because then right. they, out the people outside, they can't hear. Yeah, they can hear it yeah, because yeah. The, the light tends like like serve as kind of a shield, a barrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I have no idea what that creature is. I like that little mouse creature. That little Jester yeah, mouse. yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> probably going to see him uh, that that little thing, and maybe in the future, yeah. maybe. Yeah, maybe as a as a. Song. All right, all right, yeah. but yeah, that was a little. That was a a little adorable little thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, overall, man, I was entertained. Definitely. Um, it's not for everyone. It's not definitely not. Chat, samurai guy is going to rate this, but I just make sure. I just, I just want to make sure everybody understands this is not for everyone. Again, earlier, people have said they fell asleep like eight times <laughs> watching it. It took them a week to finish. No. This, this is, is not, not for everyone. This, this is, this is, this is, this is slow. This is not MCU. This is not Michael Bay Transformers. Okay, this no. is. Slow burn, traditional sci-fi. Yep. Traditional. Okay. That's, that's, no that's glowy, perfect. no glowy sticks. Right. Right. All right. No, that's the perfect description. This is David Lean type of storytelling, exactly. Yeah. Traditional. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> remember, samurai guy has an open mind. I can enjoy slow burn, where there's barely any action, nothing's happening, and I can enjoy good old fashioned slock and Miami <laughs> Connection, baby. <laughs> I wonder if I'm the only guy in the world that has a Miami Connection poster. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, have fun with this. And uh, I will go first. I will rate it first, Frank. Okay. Uh, you know how we do here. Uh, out of five stars, three here on the channel is average. So you can go 3.2, 3.5, da up to four, and go. that's how we do it here. So three is average. Frank Jang, the master of remaster. What are you giving 
Dune. Uh, this is a tough one um, because, like, you know, very few films make me keep thinking about it after I've seen it. And I, I have to be honest with you, I'm still thinking about this film after I watch it. So yeah. that tells me that is a, a great, you know, that is a, a, a that is a proof of a, a sign it's, of a great film. It stayed with you. It stays with me, exactly. Yeah. And and rarely has recent film has stayed with me like that. So, right. But like I said, there were some you know minor minor issues again. Like some side characters were you know sidetracked, and I just felt that. Um, and, and again, it kind of keep leave you sort of hanging because it was just first part of the story. I I play Warner Brothers more than than these. Yeah. So I was thinking it was between four point five and a five. I I think I'm going to settle with four point five. Okay, 4.5 out of 5 yeah. for Frank Jang. All right, what's the samurai guy going to rate the movie? Hmm. You know, I, I, I did want more Josh Brolin. And you're right. Like, once he, like, I had to ask you, he did die, right? Like, I didn't even know what happened. I, right. I assumed he died because we didn't see him anymore. Right, right. But I don't, you know, it, it did suck because I really enjoyed him. Uh, I did want to see more of him. Uh, Momoa. That's my boy. He's my favorite character in the movie. Uh, I don't mind. I didn't want to see him die, but uh, they gave him a badass warrior's death. That scratched yeah. the itch, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know, it would have been. I would have, samurai guy would have had problems if he tripped over his foot and stabbed himself on the way down. That, <laughs> I would have had problems with that if that's how they had Duncan go out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we needed more teased. Uh, this character. Does this character get down in future installments of the books? Not really. He's more of no. a he's really more of a henchman of Baron's. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so don't expect. Which, yeah, which is why I'm in a way kind of like surprised that he was. You know, I mean, he cast Dave Bautista, which ah. I, I can only assume that he may be more brutal in the next film. Yeah. Know? Let's go. You can you can revamp it. Yeah. Yeah. Have the. I mean, he was he was decapitating people. So hey, right. let's and also throw maybe in the battlefield. He was so good in Blade Runner 2049 that you know, the knees figure I want him again, you know. So. There you go. That, that's probably what happened with that, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I enjoyed uh, Timothy in the film. Uh, I was not blown away by his performance, but I think that's the point. I think he's supposed to be, he's not this level yet. Exactly. <laughs> he's yeah, not he's God level yet. He's, right. he's, he's, yeah. he's not this yet. He's still timid. Learning see, yeah, young. Right, right here, though, right here, you, you always see the confidence in his eyes by this by this point yeah. in the film. Yeah, yeah. So I want to see him go off a little right. bit more, and right. be a little bit more commanding in the in right. the in the next uh, installment. Yeah, I, think, I think seeing him mature will be the probably the, one of the best rewards of this film. You know, like yeah. Him yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a feeling if the all right, let me, let me, let me I'm avoiding the rating here. All right, here we go. Let me rate it, then we can keep talking. <laughs> Samurai guy's gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four out of five, baby. There we go. All right. All right. Okay. I was borderlining on a three point nine, which is still good. I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna give it a four out of five, uh, especially since, I mean, I wasn't bored. I could see people. I understand people who were bored and were like, Ugh. I get it. I understand. But for Samurai Guy, I wasn't bored. I didn't fall asleep. And I was interested in what's happening. Exactly. And for the most part, I can understand. And for a casual to Dune, that's pretty impressive. Yes, Great no, soundtrack. Right. 
beautiful cinematography, special mm-hmm. effects are amazing. And when there was action, I was satisfied with the combat. I enjoyed it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I actually am excited for another one. Let's go. We need it. Oh, yeah, we bring need it another on, one. Bring it yeah, on. They don't fuck it up. Don't, yep. And here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If this next installment is even better... That may me that may make me go back and like this movie more. Yes, of course, of course. Yes, and, um, yeah. And then I was kind of disappointed at the end because, like, remember we saw that shot of the Fremen riding the worm. I was hoping he would just give us this money shot at the end of like you know they walked there and they saw like not just one not just one Fremen riding the worm, shitloads of Fremen riding all these worm army and stuff. Which I know that he's probably gonna save it for the, in the final assault, right? In, 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 you know the final attack. Which is why he only showed one dude, you know, riding the worm. But right, I like, right. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh man, why can't you do a long? Why can't you just do do me like a, a like a like, like a long panning shot yeah, of everyone? Yeah, like, yeah, that would have been dope. Just give that me a dope. lean money shot at the yeah. very end. Like I sat here, I watched this for the past yeah. two hours and forty minutes. Give me just one David Lean money shot where you see this whole Grand Vista, right? All these Fremen army. Everybody right. with the one, but then I understand because he's supposed to train them. He has to train. Okay, them. okay. He has okay. to train them with the use of sound. Okay. Oh, nice. So we get a little almost almost like Aquaman action a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> okay. No, exactly because because um, the weapons are not enough to fight the Harkonnens and the in the Sardaukar. They have right, to use right. sound. Okay. Right. That's why let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Revenge. Yeah. The emperor done emperor done fucked over the Atreides line. It was a setup. Yeah. I know. They man. set them up, took everybody out. Let's go yeah. revenge. We got to avenge Paul Cameron. God damn it. Let's, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, avenge yeah. Paul Dameron from the Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> right. And also, note, note the armor suit he's wearing. That's from the Sardaukar army, I believe, or some other army. I don't think this is from the Fremen. You know, so, no, something, yeah, I yeah. It, it looked a little golden, right? The, so, well, something's the, gonna happen eventually that led to them having this kind of armor suit, yes, right, right, mm-hmm. right. And you notice they kind of popped up during that battle scene, they popped up right. out of the desert of the and yeah. ran, they were like uh, hiding, right. right, waiting for the sabotage. Yeah. Let's go, yeah, let's go, riding the worms, yep. attacking mm-hmm. motherfuckers, mm-hmm. crushing yep. them, using yeah. the using the force, I'm oh, sorry, yeah. the voice, yeah. <laughs> Use the voice, fuck some dudes up, revenge, revenge. Yeah, let's you know, go. That sequence, that sequence is actually to me the most David Lean sequence of the film. You know, like 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 you mentioned the dream sequence when they popping on the sand and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that, that's like David Lean right there. So, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, let's go. Yeah. So, like I said, for those of you who if you still want to like, you know, if you're interested, you saw the film, you're interested. I mean. Do do by all means go back and see the Lynch version. I mean, I I do like this version. Camp here or not? I mean, like the sec, like the the last. I want to watch it, man. I don't know if yeah. I can wait. But, I mean, the, <laughs> the last third of the film, he got. I mean, David Lynch got sabotaged by the producer who wanted more right. action and shit. But I think the first hour is really like your 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 classic Lynch. Yeah. Really. Well, now that I know these characters from this movie, I've been introduced right. to them. Right. I'm gonna recognize them in the old one, exactly. you know? and it's on it's on HBO yeah. Max as well, so I can oh, pop it oh, in. Oh, the, the Lynch version. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I can watch right. it there. Yeah, right, that's it. We're doing we're doing another review of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, sure. Gonna, okay, like, like, read the book. Yeah, get the latest yeah. version with the movie poster. I mean, this is good, but you okay. Know, the latest version has the movie poster image, and I, I also right. love it. I love this book. And nice. um, 
if you really want to know more about the art, you know, the, the production design of this movie, get this book, The Art and Soul of Doom. Okay, uh, this is a fantastic book with tons did, of pictures. Did Roger do something with that? No, Roger Deakins, you mean? Yeah. No, Roger Deakins is not the cinematographer. I think. Okay, okay, okay. I think there was a, some kind of a schedule conflict, which that's why Roger couldn't do this film. Okay, but yeah, I yeah. Think, I, yeah, but I think. Let's Greg take a look Fraser, at it. Yeah, but Greg Fraser is fantastic. You see, like, these gorgeous, you know, like these pictures and stuff. Nice. Yeah, and, and um, let's see what else. Yeah, Ooh. so. It, yeah, you see these spaceships. And, ah. uh, yeah, <laughs> this is the actual cover. All right. Yeah, but this is nice. a fantastic book. Uh, unfortunately, the prices have gone up now in Amazon. I think it's double like how much I paid for this. I pre-ordered this. I paid like 30 bucks why is for it. it gone, why is the price gone up? Every time I get out of stock. They, they oh. so, I would just say, you know, keep checking, wait till it's in stock and order it. Right, right, right. Like 30 bucks. Right now it's like fifty nine ninety nine because it's out of stock, so. So, right. Yeah. Well, brother, this was a blast. Yeah. This was oh, yeah. a blast having you here. Always an honor having you here on the show. Oh, Got the legend Frank Jang hanging out with the samurai guy. And yes, Andre, yes. Poe Dameron, Aquaman, and Cable must be avenged. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, yes. you know what's you know what's funny, Frank, is that this week's kind of become a sci-fi week in a way, uh, which is not planned. It's just kind of how things are tipped. So we kick it off with Dune. And tomorrow, guys, you don't want to miss this. Tomorrow, me and Radical Reggie are going to be talking. See, you've got the yin and the yang on the channel. we got this open mind, right? So we got the yin and the yang. So we got Dune. Tomorrow, baby, we're going to yang it up with Lady Terminator. (laughs) Yo, you guys are going to have to be here, hang out with me and Radical Reggie tomorrow. We're going to be talking Lady Terminator. Still sci-fi, keeping it sci-fi. And this Thursday's Versus, if you're not a channel member, you're going to have to wait till it's scheduled and announced. Both horror-related movies that are going to be going head-to-head. These are big ones. They're both amongst the sci-fi horror realm. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. This has become sci-fi week, <laughs> in a way. And then we're doing our little thing on Friday, too, right? Yes, and Friday we're doing a, a James Bond filmographer uh, discussion, which is going to be fun. We're going to go through all the movies. Talk about what we liked and we didn't like, and we'll give our favorites too, like our John, our number one out of all of them. I think that'll be John, fun. Join us, Mister Moneypenny. Join us. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mike. The question is, what will Vincent Lynn be wearing? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Sean Connery related. He's going to represent. Yeah, he's going to represent yeah. OG. But maybe he'll dress like Sardos. 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 Ah, maybe. Sardos. Zardoz. Yep. Oh my God! Where's that? Where's that remake? I know, I know. <laughs> the yep. Denny <laughs> remake of Zardoz. There you go. That's mm-hmm. what everybody wants. Yeah. Uh, let us know in the. We're going to end it now. So those yeah. of you that are just now popping and watching, let us know in the comments below what you guys thought of Dune, and rate it out of five stars. Three is average. I want to read your ratings and uh, join us tomorrow, six p.m. Pacific time, hanging out, and uh, Thursday, six p.m. and Oh, my goodness. I forgot one more. Wednesday at 11 a.m. in the morning, we have, I know, (laughs) we have martial arts action actor extraordinaire, Alan Delabie, all the way from France, going to be hanging out with us, talking with us, 11 a.m. in the morning, Uh Wednesday. So a busy week, a lot of fun, a lot of badassity, 
and we see you guys next time. Yeah, yeah go and, see the go see Doom. If you want to see part two, you gotta go see it in the theaters, guys. I know it's on HBO Max. Yeah, but please. If you guys want to find out what happened to Shawnee and Paul and Jessica, you gotta yes. go see it in theaters. Support the film, please. Support great sci-fi filmmaking. This is great sci-fi filmmaking. Go see it in the theater. You will not be disappointed. That's right. Otherwise, we're gonna keep getting. Transformers: The Last Night, or whatever the fuck that movie. Yeah, I love that film. <laughs> yeah, you do like that movie. Hey, that you have your schlock. I have my schlock. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for watching, and uh, we see you badasses next time. Take Get care, the guys. spice, Frank. Sell the spice. He is the mind killer. <laughs>